Rom had served time in a variety of houses of correction. Like a lot of sharp men and women, he wasn't as sharp as he thought. He eventually ended up doing four years in Maine State for a Class C felony assault, elevated from a Class D misdemeanor because he had prior convictions for aggravated criminal trespass, criminal threatening, and terrorizing. Upon his release, Rom completed 18 months of parole before vanishing from the state. Mourning at his departure was confined to those owed money by him, and even they were prepared to swallow their losses in return for his absence. The sisters' strange were not canvassed for their views. As far as anyone could tell, the siblings continued to lead separate lives, connected only by blood and their respective unions with a man who remained unloved by all but them. Was there another side to Rom Buker? No man is entirely bad, and I'd heard tales of small kindnesses, often rendered by him to those who had fallen further and deeper than the rest. Ex-junkies, old whores, aging criminal recidivists. When Rom had money, he shared it with them. If someone was giving them bother, Rom, if he was so disposed, gave bother in return. It might have been that in these lost souls, Rom saw some glimpse of his own future and sought to build up goodwill in the karmic bank. Yet there was no consistency to his interventions, no apparent logic to the objects of his largesse. In the end, his actions may have been a mystery even to himself. <laughs>